many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. In this fortnightly series, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to the boardroom. Travis, thank you for joining C-Suite Partners in the boardroom. My pleasure. You've got to be one of the youngest executives that I know in the international market. Talk me through your career journey. So I started uh, about 17, 18 years ago in health, um, just uh, in fact in my final year of school. And I started off at base grade administration in Queensland Health. I was a mailman at Prince Charles Hospital in fact. Um, so it was a great uh, opportunity to learn the environments of the hospital, mm -hmm. uh, get to know all the different departments, uh, clinical workforce, how the hospital actually flows. Uh, and that's probably, I'd say, within my first 12 months uh, at Prince Charles Hospital. And I guess uh, I developed the networks in the hospital system. And, you know, you build on those relationships through the hospital system and uh, opportunities present themselves. So I uh, ventured through business management um, and then I uh, really decided that this was actually going to be my career. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed the opportunity to be supporting those that care for people at their most vulnerable and uh, it had a real value proposition for me as a young professional. But what really drives me is helping people to solve problems, things that I think are important to resolve. And it's just, uh, with that mentality in mind, it, there's just so many opportunities to help solve issues in healthcare. And what do you think about the MBA versus real life experience? Because you've been through that. What do you think? I think both are important. Um, I think uh, before I actually studied uh, bit young and naive, I guess, uh, and I thought, you know, actually I, I really know how to do all of this, so I just need okay. to keep progressing. Um, and a couple of my mentors uh, suggested to me that actually, look, you know, the next step in your career uh, needs that formal credibility, you know, you need that formal qualification. Um, notwithstanding, of course, the practical lessons that you learn through a structured uh, learning environment, but experience uh, gives you, uh, you know, the lessons that you'll learn along the way good, the bad, the ugly, yes. things that we'd rather forget sometimes, um, and those experiences that, I guess, shape who we are as executives. And what about mentors? You talked about them just then. Any particular mentor that comes to mind? I guess the reality is, Michael, uh, this game uh, has you know, very high stakes. Um, there's many players um, in powerful positions um, that you certainly need to consider. Mm -hmm. There's probably one mentor that comes to mind uh, that, uh, I guess, really highlighted to me how important these considerations are when mm. making decisions and launching your strategy. Um, that'd be Terry Minion. There's a very fine balance as a healthcare executive in managing initiatives that are uh, highly focused and uh, perhaps in some ways politically motivated mm -hmm. um, and drawing the policy parameters around what it is you do as a public servant mm -hmm. and serving the government of the day uh, versus being overly enthusiastic about an initiative and uh, getting wrapped up in the politics of it. Um, so he very much taught me uh, to note the political uh, strategies, ultimately the policies that are driving the government of the day, mm -hmm. and to carefully consider those drivers and of course the stakeholders around those particular initiatives in your decision making process. You've obviously got a broad skill set. What do you look for for executives coming in to, to work for you? I think. If you look at some of the executives that have come through the ranks over the years, they've been very much technically capable operators. 
And I think uh, as you know, progressing from subject matter expert to leading subject matter experts is the step up into leadership. So people that are able to, I guess, drop the tools to some extent and realise that they're actually now the foreman. Uh, so, mm. you know, don't micromanage. Uh, it's so important not to micromanage people. I think you need to be able to empower your staff uh, and know that you've got, they need to know that uh, you've got their back. What about your crowning achievement in your career so far? Obviously, I've still got a, a, a pretty significant uh, career ahead of me um, in terms of uh, years, but I'd probably say that the most important work that I've been involved in was probably in the Northern Territory. And one of the initiatives we were able to, uh, to develop up there through an own source revenue mechanism as well as a state uh, funding arrangement uh, was uh, the Pathways Home for Indigenous Patients. Um, and these were patients that occupy uh, hospital beds, acute hospital beds for an extended period of time, create a lot of bed pressure in terms of capacity and being able to get these patients on the right discharge pathway home through a secondary care type environment and in that secondary care type environment to build health literacy mm -hmm. um, and to build I guess the patient's knowledge about self-care and, and ultimately self-responsibility around returning to community, these kinds of opportunities upon discharge uh, where you may be able to have an impact in reducing uh, you know, avoidable hospital admissions. And that had huge success. Uh, the relative stay index reduced remarkably. Uh, through that initiative, uh, we, we received uh, quite a lot of positive feedback from communities about uh, empowering Indigenous communities to take care. It very much created not only hospital efficiencies, but in a culturally okay. respectful way, uh, handed back to community in some regard, um, the determinants around Pathways Home. What about your career in one word? an adventure. Travis, thank you for joining us. Cheers, Michael.